Two birds, two sisters, two daughters, and a lake. The closing tale. They came closer towards me, the bluebird hovering above their heads, the sky a lighter, deeper blue, like a canopy of silent crystals overhead. The clouds had passed beyond the rim of the summer sky, and the sun was warm in its slow decline westwards. For me, everything slowed down with the light and late and fall of afternoon evening. And there they stood and stirred at the doorway, my doorway, the opening blink of my amber eyes that absorbed light, time and forest green and autumn gold as I, keeper and protector of the lake, waited before them. Each had the teardrop eyes bequeathed by generations of what had come and gone from before. And they all had the gift, they knew, the gift to create and recreate, to take things and make them reflect the world anew. For one was an artist, the other a weaver. The two younger were still yet in the making, the light yet to shape and form within them. Their music was in their hands and hearts. And mine, the whispers still, and the enchantments of leaves, the call of the breeze, and the hushed patience of silence. It was time to give. Each needed what I had to give. Each had to approach my eye and seek, be it a pearl or a bead, a stone of amber, or just themselves, and weave it within what is their own. Almost there. See how the eye looks over the lake, See the blink of treasures and ambers that glow in this late afternoon light. She led them through, along the path, a forest path to the spring, the spring not of seasons, but of the time of things. The bird fluttered before them, awaiting their choices. The birds nest here each year before the gathering and then again before their migration south. Your staying is timely. Your arrival, my sisters, and departure like theirs to come. She turned as the four reached the trunk of the tree, open to the sky, the woodland, and open to the lake which mirrored them all, and slept steeply. The bluebird hovered and fluttered, rested on the shoulder of the first, the youngest, where the reflections of the light and lake and melodies played, and by hint of wing and song, led her to the opening within the tree. It glowed and motioned and whispered in branch and leaf. Her hand lifted, her heart leaped, and the bird had chosen within her. It was perfect, rounded and yet tapered, the size of her own eyes, a jewel to be worn, heavy in weight, yet light in the colour of her eyes that glowed and reflected. And this will be yours. Heed its light, she said. It will suggest and direct, in choice and time, the way which will be yours, as it was once mine. The eldest of the youngest, for she was next. The bird alighting upon her shoulder too, but on the other side, where the light fell in softness and late afternoon gold. Her hand went deep into the glow, into the fire, light and warmth. 
For a moment she winced as a band of light tightened lightly upon her wrist. And then she smiled, a smile which spread in ripples and waves across and through her body. And then she stepped back with the bird of singing blue which flew in the light that softened each and the earth about them. The mother was next, the sister of the eldest, the mother of the first. She was adorned already with a pebble of wood upon her neck that glowed in honey hue and softness. Her eyes, like her sister's, already glowed in the beauty of the lake and sky. Yet she was also chosen. The bluebird alighted not, but led her onto the path and motioned her wings for her to step forward. And as she did, the tree reached out to her. Its branches reached beneath and wrapped her in green and flecks of leaves and turns of afternoon gold. She gasped in surprise, stepped back as the tree released her. Her skin glowed as her eyes, not in blue or greens of amber, but a softness of peach and cherry blossom, a freshness and vitality that shimmered and played at the edge of her wonder her smile that reached up beyond and from her pebble and past the blueness of the sky. She joined the two daughters, wrapped her arms about them and watched and waited for her sister and what would be next. And what was next came before them, the bluebird, the bluebird that grew in size, shape and form. They stood astounded as it merged in light and green into the open eye of ambers, into the blinking treasures, the heart, the very heart of the tree. Wait for me, you will have guessed, for I hold the lake, the elder sister said. I hold the sky, the seasons, the place that is here within me. The elder sister turned to face the waters. Her arms were raised as the tree. She turned her back to the very tree and looked to the lake and stepped twice in return into the hearts of Amber. And so the eldest stepped in. She became one with me and I was again not one but two. Her sisters looked on with fear and trembling as she merged within me, her senses like mine flooded with time, place and seasons. And for a while she held the world still, the sky to root, the tree to earth, the time and seasons to remember. And then she stepped away from me. She opened her eyes. I closed my eye and the four glowed with the fire embers of the end of the day. And the bluebird took to the sky, held it in its beak and pulled its cloak of wings from the tree across the heavens until the promise would come in morning. And this is our place, the elders said, as the glows and forms settled and found their places upon the four who stood, the four who watched the first stars, the stars that began to rise from the bottom of the lake and then touched the fall and turn of the early evening sky, the sky that rested in its own reflection. And sisters, we must take it with us, for when I pass beyond this place, and I will, one of you or yours will be chosen to take my place here and keep it for our and their children's children.
And so it was that the four left and walked together on their separate paths, the paths that kept them beside the lake, until that time when their own evenings would close and close about them and the stars would call, call them home.